Ladies and gentlemen, welcome finally back to another episode of Relax with Rizzoli. Oh, okay, I know, shut up. It has literally been a month and three days since I've last uploaded episode number eight of this podcast. I'm so sorry, but it's just been the four-week break. In fact, in three days, it is Spa Francochamp. Uh, Francochamp. <laughs> Bloody hell. Um... Yes, I, I wanted to get this out in time for the Spy Grand Prix, uh, but this episode is going to be brilliant because we have to cover three things. Oh god, this feels like so long ago. The British Grand Prix and the new sprint qualifying format, the Hungarian Grand Prix and the 24 Hours of Le Mans, which I stayed up all night to watch. So, yes, uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be very exciting. I feel very sorry for my poor voice because Silverstone and Hungary were the two maddest races I've ever seen. In fact, you know, that's just the excuse I'm going to use. Uh, since, what was it, episode number eight, um, I've been pacing myself and uh, getting ready to record this episode. And my throat actually feels really dry. Um, and I just want to cough a lot. So this is going to be a lot of fun. So I have my drink. I have everything I need. Oh my god, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, six tabs open um, of what uh, of what we are doing. So without further ado, let's get into uh, where are we first. So we're at Silverstone first for the sprint race or the sprint qualifying format, technically. Hell yeah, let's go! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Silverstone here on a Saturday, would you believe, for the brand new sprint qualifying format here at Silverstone at the Formula One Pirelli British Grand Prix here. As I said, we are now doing a small little race for you to determine qualifying for tomorrow's race. So let's go through the grid. Lewis Hamilton starts P1 with Max Verstappen in P2. Valtteri Bottas starts P3 with Leclerc P4. Perez P5, Norris P6, Ricardo P7. George Russell, P8 in the Williams. Carlos Sainz starts P9 is qualifying and Sebastian Vettel P10. Then it's Alonso, Gasly, Ocon, Giovinazzi, Stroll, Sonoda, Raikkonen, Latifi, Schumacher, and Mazepin. Riding out. Uh, riding out the top 20. So here we are. One, two, three, four, five red lights. And it's lights out. Away we go. Here for the sprint qualifying. Max Verstappen gets a very good start. So does Charles Leclerc looking on the inside of Valtteri Bottas. He can't get the move done, but Max Verstappen leads into T2 here. Coming onto the back straight, the two McLarens having a great little scrap with Perez here. There's a big lock up there from one of the Ferraris, I believe that was. I'm not too sure because there are cars absolutely everywhere. There is a yellow flag in sector one. I can't quite see who has spun round. Uh, as we now go down the back straight, Lewis Hamilton all over the back of Max Verstappen. Lewis Hamilton tried to go on the outside. Listen to the crowd, but he doesn't manage to get past him as we are on lap number one, or coming through to the halfway point on lap number one of 17 laps here at Silverstone. Hamilton again coming into Cops corner, looking at the outside. Oh, he tries it, but Max Verstappen stays ahead of the Mercedes. Absolutely sensational here to come through Maggots and Beckett's now. Oh, wow, what a good first uh, lap we've had so far. George Russell has dropped back to P10 from P8. A fantastic uh, qualified result, technically, uh, for the Williams there. As Bottas is in third, as we're now seeing Leclerc, Alonso, Norris, and Perez. Ricardo looking at the outside of Perez, but it doesn't work out. It doesn't work out. 
but that Red Bull is in a McLaren sandwich one now. Daniel Ricciardo looking to try and try and maybe get a switch back here, coming up to the start-finish line here. He's uh, got uh, Vettel behind him. Uh, and, oh my God, look at that! Verstappen's brakes are literally on fire like that. That is a, that is a fire fire. Not just a fire, but a fire fire. That is sensational. But he gets a really good start, and Hamilton just can't respond to it. We're now on board with George Russell here, lock up there. But Daniel Ricciardo, and he tags. Yeah, he tags the Ferrari ever so slightly there. As we're now on board with Nikita Mazepin, who hits his teammate and sends himself into a spin. That was the other part of the very, very, very start. The race. On board now with Fernando Alonso, who starts P7. He gets a sensational start, overtaking the Ferrari for P6. Side P6, 5, 5, over to one position. I'm looking at here. I think he's got up to P. Oh, no, no, sorry. He's now running in P7. He started P11, I believe. Wow, what a sensational start from the Spaniard. Absolutely sensational. He's looking on the inside uh, of, um, of Perez there, but it didn't quite work out as we are now on lap number five. Here we can now see the Honey Badger looking on the inside of Alonso. No, sorry, that's my mistake. That is Lando Norris. Sorry, he's got a beautiful, uh, beautiful NHS tribute helmet. Uh, this weekend uh, to say thank you to all the NHS staff. Uh, team Radio from Norris. And Lando, we've reported the weaving to the race director. So uh, Fernando Alonso is kind of weaving on the back straights there. I remember all this new GUI we have, all these new um, graphics and stuff we have there. It's absolutely beautiful. As we now see Norris is closing up during uh, Maggots now through Beckett. Alonso is just keeping that move extended. But bump! That is! That is Perez! Perez has stunned! And Spani, but I can't talk! What's happened there? Has he gone into the barrier? I think he might have just kept out of the barrier. He drops down the order. P17, 18! Oh, he almost takes out Sonoda. Oh my gosh. What drama for the Red Bull. Let's have a look what happened here going through Beckett's now. He steps on the power of the car, just spins on him. Does he hit the barrier? He goes through the gravel trap. Oh! So close, what a save, what a save to be fair though. Wow, fair play to him for that, fair play. And now on board with Landon Norris again, coming on the back of Fernando Alonso, gets a very good run out of the first corner. Late breaking into T3 there, absolutely beautiful there, absolutely beautiful. As we now see Daniel Ricciardo on the back of Fernando Alonso now, as we saw Norris get past him. Can he maybe try and emulate what we saw at the French Grand Prix? Was it with the Alvatari on the two McDonald's? As we see, then we've got a chasing him now into T1. He's getting quite a good run. He's getting a very good run. Could he get him on the back straight? He's so close here. He locks on the outside. Down to Ricardo back. He does a switch, but back onto the inside. And that is what we love to see from the Australian driver. What an awesome move. Uh, there, but now, oh no, he has DRS anyway, so Alonso is still in the slipstream, looking to the outside now, but he's not going to get past him. Daniel Ricciardo keeps that position, but Fernando Alonso is on the softer compound here, as he's going to try and go on the outside here. Just coming up to Cox here, it isn't going to work, or is it? He's got the run, he goes on the outside of Cops, and he has to, he has to back off. Daniel Ricciardo keeps the place. This is a sensational battle here as everyone is just going flat out. So this is the Honey Badger again. We're having a look 
uh, at the Navarro uh, game. Gorgeous, he's just on the outside of the T3 there, or T2, sorry, Ben Ricardo. Good job, Daniel, good job. Good job, Ben I imagine this is just going to be a Ferrari getting past it. Wow, the speed differential there comes to Cox. He takes him on the outside. Yeah, we can see some blisters on Verstappen's uh, front right. Same here, man. Yeah, okay, copy. So both cars looking like they have blisters. Oh, front right tyre uh, of... Uh, so, sorry, that's uh, as you're looking, as you're driving the car. The front right tyre of Max Verstappen's car is getting very blistered on the inside as we're now on board. With Carlos Sainz going on the inside of Pierre Gasly. He can't do it. He's going to go on the switchback. Going up to Cox. It's a beautiful move. Okay, Max. Gap to Hamilton 3.0. Stay off the curbs on right hand side tyres. Okay. Stay off the curbs. You can stay off all exit curbs. Left hand side as well, Max. That'd also be useful. <laughs> but the, gap, the gap is now down to 1.8 as we now are onto the final lap of the sprint race here at Silverstone. It's provided tension. It's provided a lot of good racing, actually. A lot of people coming into this saying it probably won't be as good as they were expecting. Perez team radio now. Okay, Checo, back off. We need to retire the car. They're retiring the car? He didn't even hit anything. I wonder if that's a tactical retirement, I wonder. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder, as we now see Max Verstappen coming up to Cox Corner here. He can hear the crowd already clapping. But he hasn't done just quite yet, as we remember. The British Grand Prix last year with those tyre blowouts, that was sensational to see for the last time in the sprint race through Maggots, through Beckett, on to the back straight. Hamilton is actually quite close behind him, probably looking at one and a half seconds behind him now. Oh, I want to see what the gap is, but I don't think it's going to tell us. It's just got the long uh, driver named here. As we see, Max Verstappen coming through to the final few corners. Here he goes. Through the left-hander, through the right-hander, through the final corner. And for the first time in Formula One history, Max Verstappen wins the first ever Formula One sprint race. Sensational. Lewis Hamilton is second with a very familiar Bottas in third. OK, Max, that's that. That's uh, pole position. Uh, good. Good job. That was uh, nice. So technically, he hasn't won a race. He's just put it on pole position. Let's have a look at the session result. Max Verstappen takes pole position away from Lewis Hamilton, who takes second away from Valtteri Bottas in P3. We are very used to seeing the Verstappen-Hamilton-Bottas podium, aren't we, at, the, at, the, at this point in Formula 1 history. Uh, so it's Max Verstappen who wins or gets pole from Hamilton and Bottas, taking three, two, and one points respectively. Leclerc comes fourth. Norris and Ricciardo from five and six. Alonso, Vettel, George Russell starts P9 in the Williams. And Esteban Ocon starts P10. Carlos Sainz, P11. Pierre Gasly, P12. Raikkonen, Stroll, 13 and 14. Giovinazzi and Sonoda, 15th and 16th. Latifi, Schumacher, Mazepin, and Sergio Perez, uh, who finishes last because they had to retire the car there. I thought that was actually quite a good race. Well, it wasn't a race, but qualifying. I really thoroughly enjoyed that. So yeah, I, I thought that was a really good race, but uh, that was only the start of the drama to come for the next two races because, oh my God, we, are, we have some absolute cracking drama for you. So uh, let's get straight into the Formula One British Grand Prix. 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Formula One Pirelli British Grand Prix here at Silverstone for the 71st, uh, 71st British Grand Prix, I think, as we now see a very British looking marching band who I believe are going to perform the national anthem as we see. It's, it's wonderful to see all the crowd uh, back here. A full venue crowd, absolutely sensational to see. So let's have a look at the results from the sprint qualifying yesterday. Max Verstappen won the sprint qualifying away from Lewis Hamilton who starts just alongside him. Valtteri Bottas starts P3 with Charles Leclerc in the Ferrari starting P4. Lando Norris and Daniel Ricciardo McLaren lockout. Uh, for the third row, the grid in fifth and sixth, respectively. Fernando Alonso starts P7 and Sebastian Vettel starts P8 on the grid. Followed by Esteban Ocon and Carlos Sainz. I can't see a Russell anywhere. That's because we're going to see him on the next row of the grid after he takes a penalty for that crash with Sainz. It wasn't really a crash, but Pierre Gasly starts P11 and George Russell demoted to P12 from P9. Kimi Raikkonen starts P13, maybe lucky 13 for this race with Lance Stroll alongside him in P14. Giovinazzi sits lovely in his P15 there with Yuki Tsunoda, P16. Nicholas Latifi in the second Williams starts P17. Mick Schumacher starts in P18 with Nikita Mazepin starts in P19 and Sergio Perez starts in the pit lane after his retirement yesterday. So here we are, one, two, three, four, five red lights and it's lights out and away we go here for the British Grand Prix Master Stepping it's a very good start or does he? Hamilton leads into the first corner no he doesn't, it's side by side Verstappen kicking up dust this is sensational Hamilton already on the attack trying to go on the outside of Verstappen he's looking on the outside trying to get the comeback it's a C3 here Oh my god, this is going to be a sensational first lap. Hamilton against the slip to because a very good exit. They go side by side, down the first straight. They touch tyres, and Hamilton's ahead. No, he's not. Verstappen is ahead. Listen to that crowd roar in the background. Sensational here. As we're coming up to Cobbs, the Ferrari looks like it might get um, onto the back of Hamilton, but I don't know. As we come into Cobbs' corner, Hamilton gets a very good toe. He goes to the inside. They touch. They touch. Verstappen crashes out of the race. A huge impact for the Dutchman. I can't quite believe what I'm seeing. Verstappen is out, and it's happened. It has happened. The two title contenders have crashed into each other oh wow and a ferrari is leading the race i can't quite believe that oh wow 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 and that's something you don't see very often p19 and p20 are the red bulls wow and he's getting out of the car that is good because that was a heavy 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 impact glad to see he's all right it looks like he's just taking a few minutes there just to recuperate after that massive impact his tire actually flew off he actually came off the rim and uh, flew somewhere somewhere else you can just see it on the left there that could have been a really really nasty, uh, nasty accident as we look at the replay Hamilton looks to the outside dives on the inside oh there wasn't really a gap there but Verstappen could have left uh, a little bit more there but that could have been really nasty if that was a few feet before he could have ended up uh, in the wall instead of, well, a lot of tyres, I think. He could have ended up in the arm car, or even if it was a little bit later, actually. Um, and that could have so let's have a look on board with Hamilton. So he goes to the outside, darts to the inside. There, oh, there isn't really a gap there, but then again, you know, he could have gone tight to the apex. Verstappen could have given more room. I'd probably call that a racing accident, to be fair. But at the end of the day, you know, due to contact with Hamilton, 
Verstappen is out of the race, but look at that. That is absolutely sensational. His tire just flies off. Wow, that's got to be what, about 100 and 170 miles an hour? No, 100, about 130. Uh, miles an hour through there, so that is. Oh no, probably about yes, okay. Okay. Uh, he's Hampton asking if he's okay. That's good sportsmanship there. So, as we look at the. I can't believe what's just happened! Wait a minute, let's have a look at the start again. So, Hamilton on the inside, but Hamilton, uh, Verstappen just carries so much more speed through the first corner, round the left hander, and into T3 here. And Hamilton, uh, Hamilton now looks to the outside and tries to get the cut back, uh, I think, um, back on Verstappen here and yeah so there we go he just gets a much better exit Verstappen dives to the inside to try and defend they touch wheels going down straight Hamilton is ever so slightly ahead coming into this complex now here and Verstappen is, uh, is just completely ahead so now it's coming up to where they have make uh, well where they make contact and uh, Verstappen's uh, race uh, ends as we now see but, uh, Hamilton just gets a really really big slipstream there he cuts the inside, racing accident, I think to be fair. Hamilton could have gone tight to the apex, Verstappen probably could have given a little bit more room, but then again, it was it was his line, you know, he, he was ahead. Um, he was ahead, but oh God, that was a nasty, nasty impact. We're now on lap number four, Fire lights, it's lights out, and away we go on the restart after the race was red flagged with Max Verstappen's car out of the race. And the Ferrari, the Ferrari gets a fantastic start. I can't quite believe that. It jumps the Mercedes of Lewis Hamilton to the first place. There's two big lockups as we come to turn three here. Doesn't look like any more contact is being made. But that is Alonso, I think, trying to get on the back of Daniel Ricciardo. And they go side by side. That is a Ferrari and the Aston Martin there. Oh, wow, this is looking good as the two McLarens are sitting pretty in third and fifth at the moment. This is looking really good for the McLarens as we see one of the Alpines trying to go on the inside of Vettel. I think that must be Alonso and Vettel there. The two giants of this sport as well having a great... Let's go! Oh, that's Vettel! Vettel has spun! Vettel has spun! Oh, no, 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 no. No contact, though, so we'll be able to rejoin. Oh, what a shame for the four-time world champion there. What a shame. As we now see Daniel Ricciardo. He sends it on Maggots, on the entry of Maggots. Let's have a look what happened with Vettel here. Yeah, no contact. I think he just put, yeah, he just put too much power uh, on the exit there. And uh, uh, he, he goes into the old pit road. Uh, <laughs> as we see that there. That is, that is the wrong fit. It's coming to... No, the engine cut. The engine stopped. No. It's going again. Tell me what's happening. No, no, heartbreak for Ferrari. It's lap 15. Driver oh. default, Alpha 5-6 on. Everything should be fine now. Oh, I really hope so as we move into lap 22. Landon Norris comes in for a pit stop. Oh, no, it's a slow stop. No. Oh, it's a slow stop. It's a very slow stop. I don't believe it. Six-second stop. It was that rear right that just didn't didn't want to go on. Oh, blooming egg. As... Uh, as Bottas has a, quite a good stop, 2.2 seconds stop. That's what they need to be aiming for with Hamilton if they're going to win this race. Oh, blooming egg. Can't quite believe that. Oh, no. Oh, and that is the Alpine just ahead of it. Lap number 28. Hamilton does have a 10-second penalty, though. So he, they, uh, the mechanics cannot operate on the car until 10 seconds is over. God, this must feel like ages for him. This must feel like absolute years uh, for him and the team. 
God, it's still going, still going. There we go. Lovely, and he's out. A 14.2 second stop. As we now see Hamilton on the back of Norris here, coming up into Cops. Is he going to be as defensive? I don't know. Norris says, I, want, I choose life today. I don't want to die. And goes through. And it goes through to take P3 away from Lando Norris. The two McLaren's running really well in fourth and fifth at the moment as lap number 14. Okay, we invert the cars into turn 15 this lap. Invert the cars. I, I don't know what Bottas has to do. Hamilton then goes past uh, Bottas, unfortunately. I, I do feel sorry for Bottas, always been used as a second driver. I mean, I know I know he is, but it, it does hurt that Mercedes don't give him a chance to, uh, to really fight Hamilton. As we move on to lap number 47, we see an Alfa Romeo. We see Perez spinning round one of uh, the Alfa Romeo's of Kimi Raikkonen there. Raikkonen kind of went for a move, but then, um, what do you call it? Uh, Perez has uh, uh, kind of squeezed it into the apex. As we now see the crowd clapping for Hamilton. He's only one and a half seconds behind Charles Leclerc with four laps to go. No, can we see a Ferrari win? I really hope so. Charles Leclerc will become the first driver in history to drive Ferrari's most first ever winning car at Silverstone and his uh, and the most recent race winner if he wins but I don't know the gap is four tenths coming up into Cobbs and two laps to go is he going to be able to do this this uh, this move he comes to the inside Hamilton takes the lead no he doesn't look like now look like goes wide that gives the lead to Lewis Hamilton now with two laps to go no I really wanted to see that Ferrari win Oh, what a shame. Oh, and he just has a little twitch, which he has to correct, which gives the lead to Lewis Hamilton. As we see Tom Cruise in the garage there, as we see lap number 52, Lewis Hamilton comes round the final few corners. It's an eighth win at home for Lewis Hamilton. This man keeps breaking records and setting them and breaking them again. What a sensational drive from the seven-time world champion wow what a drive there even after the 10 second penalty i do feel very very sorry for verstappen though lewis hamilton takes the win away from charles leclerc and bottas in third norris and ricardo the two mclarens p4 and five as we now see hamilton lift the british grand prix trophy there alongside leclerc and bottas uh, so what does that do for the drivers championship there is eight points between verstappen and hamilton now this is sensational it is all to play for in hungary wow what a rate actually hold on i really need a drink oh my god what a race jesus christ they came together at t1 they can't they actually touched into turn one i couldn't believe that that was absolutely sen bloody sational I genuinely couldn't believe that. That has got to be one of the maddest things ever. And I think I have actually properly spiked the audio quite badly. I'm just looking at it now. Oh, God, yeah, that is a, that, that's a lot of not good audio that I'm going to have to try and edit. Jesus Christ. I apologize if you can hear drums as well. My neighbor has just started uh, playing drums, which isn't so helpful when, uh, when you're recording a podcast, believe it or not. Anyway, because, so I'm going to try and keep talking as long as I can because I can just hear the drums in the background. So we move on to Hungary, which again was another sensational, sensational race. I just full of drama, full of everything. So without further ado, let's get into the 
Hungarian Grand Prix. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hungarian Grand Prix uh, here in Budapest. Wow, what a race uh, a few weeks ago at Silverstone. Can today, uh, can today prove uh, uh, just as dramatic? As we look at the starting grid, Lewis Hamilton takes pole position, as always, away from Valtteri Bottas. Three tenths behind him. Max Verstappen starts P3 with Sergio Perez starting P4 with a, a, a Red Bull lockout. Pierre Gasly uh, with second behind Hamilton starts P5. Lando Norris starting P6. Charles Leclerc starts P7. And Esteban Ocon starts P8. Fernando Alonso starts P9 with Sebastian Vettel rounding out the top 10. Daniel Ricciardo starts P11 in the McLaren Mercedes, followed by Lance Stroll who starts P12. Kimi Raikkonen and Antonio Giovinazzi lock out the seventh row of the grid uh, with the two Alfa Romeos there. Carlos Sainz starts P15 and Yuki Tsunoda starts P16. George Russell starts P17 uh, and George Russell P18 with a ninth, uh, ninth, ninth row lockout. And the tenth row lockout is by Mazepin and Schumacher. Schumacher obviously takes a penalty. I hope the rain does come because I think it's, we should have started slicks. Hamilton saying we should have started on slicks and it is a wet track. One, two, three, four, five red lights and it's lights out. Away we go, a little bit delayed by me. Hamilton gets a very good start actually, but that's Norris. Norris is going to the inside of Bottas and for P3, sensational. He's crashed. Oh my God. Oh, Bottas crashes into Norris who crashes into Verstappen and Perez has caught it too. It's a spun round. McLaren, I can't believe this. And who's there? That's Ocon in P2 and Sebastian Vettel in P3. What the hell is going on here? Oh my God, we've only had three laps. Everybody is on intermediate tyres. And when the rain comes, it pours here. And Formula One, this is sensational. Look at the spray coming off of these cars. As we now see London Norris with a very badly damaged front wing. Oh my gosh. Oh, I can't believe what I've just witnessed. Absolute scenes here by Valtteri Bottas, who I believe caused all that. I can't believe that. How many cars is that that he took off? It was uh, Norris, Verstappen and Perez. As far as I know, George Russell getting a little bit of a tank slapper there. As we now see, is that, is that Perez? Yes, I believe that is Perez. And safety car deployed. And Bottas has retired. Let's have a look at that start again then. Jesus Christ. Right, as we see, Lando Norris gets a sensational run down the pit straight. He's ahead. He's actually in P3 at this point. Bottas just leaves his braking too late, slides into him, and bang, bang, it is like the Bolero. It's that majestic scene. Uh, so what happened there? I think Lance Stroll went into the side of Charles Leclerc, who then spun Daniel Ricciardo round. What on earth? So here we go. He smashed into the back of Norris, smashed into Verstappen, smashed into Perez. Wow. Blumming egg. And yes, we see Bottas is a uh, front left tyre completely detached from his suspension. So let's have a look. He has a very bad start. The two Red Bulls getting ahead of him. And you just see that. Oh, he very nearly actually took both of them out. He just leaves his braking far too late. Bang! Into the back of Norris. Bang, bang! Into the two Red Bulls. My God. Yeah, that was not good. That was not good at all. So we're on board with uh, Perez now, who just gets very unfortunately taken out. He gets a very good start. He passes, uh, passes Bottas there. And just completely unexpected here. He's on the outside. He does the outside to try and avoid any contact. He has to turn to the corner at some point. He actually tries to go straight on, but he just gets clotted anyway. What an idiot! Safety car. 
What an idiot. I'm afraid I do slightly agree with that, Bottas. That, that was complete driver error, uh, I'm afraid. Uh, as we now see Verstappen. Oh, this is uh, yes on board. So Verstappen here on. Uh, he actually goes to the outside as well. And he just gets smashed into by a uh, McLaren of Lando Norris. Uh, both got bad floor damage, it looks like. Too many. Hey, what the f happened there? Uh, I think one of the McLarens has hit you. One of the McLarens has hit you, he has indeed. As we now, uh, after that, the track is now dry. Uh, as we now go out, as we now go out. Uh, Fish rate, everyone is going to box. Everybody. Understood. Understood. Everybody's going to box. Oh, this could be very interesting then. Yes, look at the track, it's completely dry. Mercedes have got their tyres uh, uh, ready there. Yeah, look at that, the racing line is completely dry. Maybe the inside of the corner uh, is quite dry here. So, Hamilton, Hamilton doesn't pit. Ocon does, Ocon pits. Everybody pits, everybody's pitting. This is sensational, Lewis Hamilton is the only driver not to pit. I don't believe this. It's gonna be like Indianapolis 2005 all over again with six cars starting on the grid. Everybody is boxing, look at that. Hamilton is the only car on the grid. The 90, well not 19 other cars, like the 16 other cars that haven't retired are in the pits. This is sensational, they'll have to wait at the end of the pit lane. Oh my God, as we now look at Hamilton, the only car on the grid. It's one red light. I don't believe it's one red light. Two, three, four, five red lights. And it's lights out of way. Uh, lights out of way we got for Sir Lewis Hamilton alone. And the safety car, two cars on the grid. This is sensational. Here, and George Russell. George Russell is in second place. Ocon P3, Vettel P4, Nicholas Latifi P5. What is this race? This is a sensational race. I can't believe this. The safety car or the medical car has stopped just before the pit lane to allow everyone to come out. What? what what's going on? What is going on? This is absolutely sensational. Lewis Hamilton, the only car still out on intermediate time. We're stopping yeah, too slow. Yeah, copy loose, so box, box. Oh, that's got to hurt. Yes, it's dry. Oh, my Lord. Love me So that means when he... Oh, no! No! George Russell has slowed! He's got a problem! Oh, he's dropped down to P6. P8 now. As we now see Hamilton come in through his pits. Esteban Ocon leads the race. Nicholas Latifi in P3. Vettel in P2. I don't know what to think. Verstappen has overtaken Hamilton. Hamilton is P40 now. I don't believe this. Ocon Radio. Okay, Esteban, you are leading the Grand Prix. Let's go. Esteban Ocon is leading. I, I, I don't know. What's going on? I genuinely don't know what's going on. This is insane. Insane. Hamilton is in last position. He's tied to contender for stuff and his P11. They're both out of the points. It's still an eight-point deficit at the moment, but Verstappen still leads the championship for the radio. Am I last? Yeah, I found this. Yeah, the whole field pitted. What did he say? The tyres might last? You're on mediums, you've got 65 laps to go if he does, and that is sensational. We now see Mazepin here. Oh, oh! That is not Mazepin's fault. That is a complete, uh, complete um, unsafe release there from uh, Alfa Romeo. Gunter Steiner not happy at 
all there. And to be fair, neither would you, would you, if um, somebody had an unsafe relief and took your uh, tyre off, uh, which is what happened to Mazepin. So he will retire. Six cars have retired in this race. I will remind you of them. Bottas, Perez, Norris. Come on, guys. Get on it for the rest of the race, all right? Yeah, Lewis, we're on it. The Verstappen still has damage. You're going to be the fastest man out there easily. We can still win this, bud. And still win this. Uh, oh. You need to compromise my race. Help Nicky do it. I will box early to avoid the undercut for anyone else. Prioritise Nicky. George Russell, absolute gentleman, showing that he really wants that Mercedes seat next year, saying prioritise Nicky. The Williams, who is running uh, running in P3s. We now see Hamilton go on the inside of Giovinazzi there. He is no longer running in last place. He takes P13 away from him. Nicholas Latifi of 15 places into P3. What's going on? As we now see the Red Bull of Verstappen on the back of Schumacher. I have wanted another Verstappen versus Schumacher battle. We have it here in Hungary. This is for P10. This is for one point as he now gets DRS, Verstappen on the back of Schumacher. I can't believe I'm saying this again. It feels like I'm talking 20 years ago. And it goes around the outside, but Schumacher has the inside line. Schumacher bunches him out. Verstappen goes wide. Schumacher holds the plate. Verstappen goes on the outside, and he takes it away from the uh, Michael Schumacher. Schumacher, but they touch as well, but no contact from it. The crowd roar. They crowd roar that uh, Verstappen has got past Hamilton. He needs to get his foot down now because there is only Gazi and Schumacher splitting him away from Hamilton. So you now see Hamilton going wide there, losing a fair bit of time to Gasly. Now, Gasly not having a good race, whether it's a strategy or whether it's not. So we're looking at this again uh, between Schumacher and Verstappen. Schumacher keeping his line straight in. Uh, Verstappen has a little bit of a moment there. Not bad with half a car. Not bad with half a car, says, I believe, is that Christian Horner. Uh, we, are we are watching the rise of something special in that house, I'm telling you. Uh, so we're now on board with Hamilton looking at Vettel in the top left. No investigation necessary between that little tap, uh, that little love tap between Verstappen and Schumacher. We're now looking at Vettel in the top left, uh, chasing Ocon. The gap is 1.025 here on lap number 16. So as we move on to lap number 20 here, we see Lewis Hamilton coming into the pits for another set of mediums, I believe. Is that, or is that hard? That's got, surely got to be hard if he wants to go to the end. Yes, lovely set of hard tyres and a lovely stop. As we move on to lap number 21, this is Verstappen in the pits. A beautiful, beautiful stop. That's got to be a sub two second. There, it hasn't even registered on the thing, that is a sub two second, I am telling you. And I've just realized that's Lewis Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton has got the undercut on Max Verstappen and Daniel Ricciardo. I don't believe this is ahead of his title rival, Ocon. Team Radio, it's just ended, never mind. As we now see Vettel. Oh no, Vettel on the back of Ocon even. Oh my God, Alonso is leading this race from Ocon. It's currently an Alpine 1-2. Why is this race? I can't keep up with this. This is sensational. Both Williams in the top 10. Can we see both Williams points today? Touch wood, because that is usually the commentator's curse. It's going to kick it here. Lap number 49, three wide almost. 
three wide as Rinelsi Ocon overtaking about marker. Vettel tries to get some form of a move set up on Ocon there. Oh, this is sensational. Hamilton up to P5. Yeah, as we now see Verstappen on the back of Lando Norris, I believe this is. He's going to try and get the cut back. Yes, he does. Oh, sorry, Ricardo. Sorry, not Norris. Norris is out. I forgot. Lap number 63. Oh, this is Hamilton. Been along to his 2007. All over again. He's trying to the left. Look, right. Hamilton goes on the outside of T3. He doesn't make it work. He looks to the inside. It doesn't work. Oh, Alonso defending beautifully as he comes this really tight left hander. Two into one doesn't go. Oh, but it does. It does indeed. Alonso stays ahead. This is sensational defending from the uh, from the Spaniard here. This is sensational. Five laps to go. Can Sebastian Vettel overtake? Uh, Alonso, we're still looking at Hamilton overtaking Alonso, but Alonso has locked up into T1. Hamilton overtakes the two-time world champion on the outside, on the inside. He's looking for that comeback. It doesn't work. Oh, my God, what a fantastic battle there. We are now looking at Hamilton going on the back of Carlos Sainz with three laps to go. He has they both up DRS. They go 3-1. He's on the inside. He overtakes Carlos Sainz for P3. Hamilton, oh, my Lord, has a podium. Place the two Williams running. P8 and 9. Sainz on the outside, though. Can he make it stick? No! No, he can't! Hamilton keeps P3. I'm losing my voice because what a race this has been. As we see on line number 17, through the final few corners, making history. Esteban Ocon is going to win the Hungarian Grand Prix. He wins here in Hungary. Sebastian Vettel and Lewis Hamilton take P2 and 3 respectively. Esteban Ocon is the first French driver, French engine, French chassis since Alain Prost in 1982. History to be made for him. What sensational history. Yes, guys. As we see both Alpines going side by side there, Esteban Ocon wins the Hungarian Grand Prix with Vettel and Hamilton. Look at that. Wow. I can't believe I've just witnessed Esteban Ocon win the race. So what does that do for the championship? Lewis Hamilton now leads by six points. Wow, wow, wow. Going into the summer break. Oh, in four weeks. Spa is going to get interesting. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my Lord. I sound like Barry White right now, or Frank Sinatra. Wow, wow, wow. Absolutely sensational. I can't quite believe what what I what I've just witnessed there. It's like watching it all over again. Oh my god, the first I just, we need to analyze this before moving on to Le Mans. So let's get the key points out of the way. Silverstone First of all, sprint qualifying. I really enjoyed it, to be honest. I thought it was really interesting uh, just to see all the drivers have, like, no strategy and just push, push for 17 laps. 
just awesome absolutely awesome and then <clears throat> please excuse me we then see getting into the actual race excuse me it was going to happen at some point verstappen and hamilton crash into each other on the opening lap it was going to happen at some point and what a venue to do it out with a full capacity crowd as well i know a few people that were actually sat at cops and oh my god i'm jealous because they were there and saw that happen in real life that must have been sensational to watch it really really must have been um absolutely sensational um oh my god I, so many voice breaks right now oh god but yes that was that was brilliant to watch uh, well obviously not brilliant you know what i mean because um obviously you know it, verstappen crashed um but you know what i just just plumbing egg it was it was sensational to be honest absolutely absolutely sensational and the fact that we could have seen a ferrari win 70 years after their first win in 51 like charles leclerc would have been the first person in ferrari history to have driven the ferrari's first ever race winner and their most recent race winner on the same day that must that would have been some achievement but you know for the british fans hamilton had to do it i guess um i didn't want him to win i mean i know it was like eight wins now but yeah you know what just let, let somebody else win but if there's one race that i don't mind him properly winning it's the british one but i can't lie i was on team verstappen when i was watching it um just because uh, you know i i was just i would i wanted, I wanted verstappen to come out on top but you know, I, I think if Verstappen crashes or if one person crashes, you always blame the other person. But then once you've had time to analyse it, you see that it was a racing accident. You know, Verstappen could have probably backed out, even though it was his corner. Um, but equally, Hamilton could have gone a lot tighter to the apex. But, you know, it's just one of them things. It's one of them things, isn't it? He had the 10-second penalty, um, which he came back from. So fair play to him, fair bloody play to him. But yes, absolutely sensational British Grand Prix there oh god my voice my voice my voice and then like let's just let's just take a minute just to to talk about the bloody um what is it the the um the hungarian grand prix what the hell like hey hey yo yeah i are you feeling good bro like i like, are you actually feeling good? Like, you just, you just, like, Ocon, are you good, bro? You just won a Grand Prix. What the hell? Like, Jesus Christ, it's sensational. Um, absolutely sensational. But, unfortunately, everything wasn't as good um, as, as we wanted it to be. Uh, as unfortunately after the race it was under investigation that Sebastian Vettel could be disqualified due to the FIA not being able to extract a, uh, a litre from the um, from the fuel tank, which is very, very, very unfortunate. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, it, is, it is sad, you know, um, because I, I loved seeing him back on top, especially after Baku as well. So these are the results, Ocon, and then it goes Sebastian Vettel, but DQ, and then Lewis Hamilton and Carlos Sainz. So Sainz took a podium, uh, to be fair. So I think it's it, in every race, Sainz has 
um, got a podium. Uh, Leclerc has crashed or something like that. Leclerc has crashed out or something like that. Um, but yes, oh, sensational. Then Esteban, oh, uh, sorry, Alonso taking P4 uh, away from Alpine. Uh, sorry, I can't talk. I, d- I don't even know what I'm trying to say. P1 and 4 for Alpine, which is sensational. Um, and then Pierre Gasly in fifth. But can we just talk? Both Williams got points. Finally, they got 10 points instead of, what was it, uh, 6. 10 points instead of 6. That is, oh, you should have seen George Russell after the race when he did that interview. He was crying, bless him, because it's so well-deserved. So well-deserved. Um, it really, really is just, oh, fair play. Absolute fair play to him. Um, but yes, just, just, oh, God. What a race, what a race. So, what is it? We we started off, it's five red lights and it's lights and away we go. Uh, Hamilton gets a good start, Bottas bogs down. Uh, Then we have Perez, Uh, so Verstappen is in second. Perez gets a good start uh, as well, goes into P3. And then Lando Norris, the little pocket rocket, comes into P3. Bottas, and I I really do like Bottas, but that was driver error. Uh, You know, he just missed his breaking point. Um... And smashes into the back of uh, of Norris, who then crashes into Verstappen, and Bottas crashes into Perez. So a, do you know what? Bottas is doing everything physically possible to keep that seat, isn't he? He really, really, really is. Um, but yo, my God, what a race! So it's uh, and then just after that happened, you had Lance Stroll trying to, trying to send it on the inside of Charles Leclerc. That doesn't work. He crashes into his side pod. Then Leclerc has to retire. Um, so what? what's that on? So that's Stroll, Leclerc. So those two um, retire. Perez, Bottas, Norris, they retire. And then Nikita Mazepin uh, retires as well. And for the first time, it wasn't his fault. They had a very unsafe release with Kimi Raikkonen. Um, and obviously, you know, they uh, unsafe released him. And that clipped Mazepin's. Uh, was it front, front right? Yeah, front right, and he couldn't steer, um, which is which is unfortunate. Um, so unfortunately, another zero pointer for Alfa Romeo. Uh, oh no, sorry, a zero pointer for Haas. But um, the Alfa Romeos uh, have got some points at least, uh, which is which is good. Let's have a little look at the constructors' standings. So Alfa Romeo, wow, wow, Haas Ferrari, zero points. Alfa Romeo, three. Williams Mercedes, ten. Oh, you love to see it. And uh, Williams are one team behind Aston Martin, so 38 points clear from them are Aston Martin. But I tell you what, this midfield battle, yeah, is getting mental. So we, we have 12 points between Mercedes and Red Bull, an equal amount of points for Ferrari and McLaren on 163 points each. Alpine, 77 points. Um, and Alpha Tauri, 68 points. They got 37 points in Hungary. 37. Jesus. My God. Oh, my God. I just, just wow. Just wow. And then, so what else happened? So they were coming on, on the pit stops. Then... Lewis Hamilton is the only car not to pit after the red flag. So 
it's just lights out and away we go for Sir Lewis Hamilton on his own with a medical car in the background. He then goes, the medical car has to stop just before the pit exit, uh, or just before the end of the, the, he has to stop at the end of the pit lane at the start of the pit exit um, and let every car, you know, go. Um, oh my God, it was just mental. I just, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say, man. I just, it's insane. It's, it's, it is bloody insane. And then we, we just had, we had a fantastic battle between Alonso and Hamilton um, in the final few laps. That was incredible. It really, really, really was. I thought that was just, it was, it was immense. It was absolutely immense. Just to, to see those two um, fight again, you know, it's like, like being back in 2007. It's, um, it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, but yeah, it is. I just, I still don't know what to think. I just, <laughs> I just, I don't know, man. I just, it's, it's absolutely. I, 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 <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, it, it was. I just, I don't even know, man. Mental, absolutely mental, um, but yeah, I just, oh God, I honestly don't know, it just, I'm just waffling at this point, I can't wait until Belgium, uh, which is this weekend, uh, action gets started in, what, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, three days, um, which is going to be brilliant, <laughs> sorry, 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 yeah, Spa's going to be an emotional weekend, I think, because, um, it's what the second time we've been to Spa since um since Antoine passed. Um, I think. Um and obviously not to mention as well, the um the circuit manager um was very, very tragically killed uh but by, by her husband, I think it's come out as. Um and she was a, a much loved um much loved um person in the paddock. Um and yeah, so my, my, my heart and my sympathies go out to, to her family. Um, and I hope they're doing okay. And I, I hope they have some sort of tribute for her um, this weekend. Um, but yeah, that was mental. Absolutely mental was um, the Hungarian Grand Prix. Uh, I, I, just, I just, I don't even know. I don't even know, man. What happened? What happened? <laughs> I just, yeah, mental. Absolutely insane. Both Alpha Tower is picking up a decent haul of points, picked up 19 points uh, there, which is, um yeah, but just, I, God, I don't know. I don't know, man. <clears throat> sensational. Absolutely sensational. But yes, um, another thing, moving moving swiftly on um, to, to, to the other thing uh, that, uh, that happened uh, over this past weekend. The 24 Hours de Le Mans, uh, 24 Hours du Mans, 24 Hours of Le Mans, whatever you want to call it, um, has, uh, it was, this, it was last weekend, so it's the 24th now, um, and it was, it was last weekend, so on the 21st to 22nd, um, so you will hear commentary in the background of this, but I think it's better with sound like with thing than anything else so it must be quite hard to cram 12 minutes worth of um of footage um into 
into thing. But yeah, I, I was watching it this weekend and it's because it was on Eurosport 2, the entire 24 hours uninterrupted. Me and my mum would like properly watch the entire 24 hours. So I think I had one and a half hours of sleep. So I stayed up for 22 hours and 30 minutes. Not to mention I'd been up for work on Saturday and stayed up till Sunday night. So it was around 40-ish hours I think I was up for. Um, give or take a, a few hours. But yeah, it, it is. it was mental. It was brilliant. I had my snacks. Uh, I had so many snacks. Popcorn, Harry Bowles, Quality Street, everything. Uh, and then I also had uh, my laptop, which I had full live timing on as well. Um, so I had all the cars, uh, all the pit strategies, all the stint times, uh, all the times that they were in the pits, the, the time in the pits, fastest laps, everything like that. Um, and first of all, uh, I, I, I will share who I, uh, who I was supporting. Uh, let me quickly grab the link. Here we go. Um, yes, it was, it was incredible. So let's have a look. Watch replay now. Here we go. So, uh, I was supporting obviously both of the, both of the Toyotas, um, which was, uh, which was very, very cool. The Toyotas were very cool. Um, but I think if I'm talking about who I properly supported, Alpine, I obviously supported Alpine because imagine if they all got if they got an overall win. The most recent race in Formula One would have been won by an Alpine, and the most recent Le Mans would have been won by an Alpine. Absolutely sensational. That would have been awesome. Um then I was sporting um I wasn't particularly sporting the the, the Glickenhouses or as my mum said, the Glockenspiels, um but because she couldn't uh because she couldn't pronounce them um at first so she went a eh? uh, and then ended up calling them the glickenspiels very good looking car um but yes uh i'm glad the alpine uh finished finished third uh overall uh then i was supporting we will get onto them don't worry don't worry the number 41 wrt or the team wrt um which was the 41 and the 31 they were running p1 and 2 on the final lap and on the last lap Yes, we will talk about what happened. Um, then I was supporting United Autosports. If you don't know United Autosports, they're a Leeds-based team. They're co-owned by Zach Brown of McLaren Formula One. And they are literally in pretty much the same village that I am. In fact, no, they've just moved recently, sorry, or last year. Um, and yes, oh, Formula One 2021 has just uh, finished downloading. I uninstalled it because I didn't like it, but I had a craving to play it today. So I was just like, eh, do you know what, I'll play it. Um... So, yes, uh, Paul DeResta was in that, uh, Alexander Lynn and Wayne Boyd in the 23. Uh, so I, I could literally go to the United Auto Sports HQ right now. And uh, Lando Norris has been there as well, which was which was awesome. Um, I was also supporting, where are they? The two Corvettes, the number 63, the number 64. Uh, the number 63 for the P2 in class. Um, and the other Corvette. Bro, where are you? Bro, where are you? 44th overall. Jesus, I must have had an accident or something. Um, then the other team I was supporting... Uh, let me find them. This team, I think, overall, I was supporting the most. Uh, it was called Association SRT1, and they had their own class uh, called the CDNT. So they, they were number one in class. They're the only car of their class. But this was, I believe, one of the first ever fully... or, or um, what is it? They they had two quadriplegics, I think, or paraplegics. No, uh, paraplegics, my mistake. Uh, racing uh, in that car. Uh, Takuma Aoki and Nigel uh, Bailey uh, and Matthew LaHaye as well. They uh, they finished 
uh, two paraplegics in the car, 32nd overall out of 61. And do you know what? Aoki, Bailey and LaHaye, I'd take my hats off to you because you had a sensational race. And not to mention, you know how if, if you watch Le Mans, like Formula One, they come into the pit stops, well, unlike Formula One, but they, they put fuel in, they put tyres on and they go out and they do the driver's sweat in the pit lane. Because two of these guys are in wheelchairs, they have to actually reverse the car into the garage, do the driver swap tyres, fuel there, and then drive it back out. And they have to do that every stint. And to finish 32nd overall... Ahead of some LMP twos, well, like I honestly take my hats off to them. Absolutely sensational, really, really sensational driving. Um, I was then supporting the number eighteen uh, L uh, GT M car. I just thought it was a lovely, like rose gold and grey uh, kind of thing. They didn't do too well. I think they finished the the number eighteen finished P thirty four, so two behind. Uh, the the uh, Association SRT41 uh, team. Uh, then I was supporting um, Iron Links as well, uh, the all-female um, GTE team. Uh, I was also supporting. The, I was also supporting the number one um, all-female uh, lineup, the the Richard Mill, the Richard Millie Racing team with Tatiana Calderon, Sophia Flourish, uh, Flourish, and Betsky Visor. Uh, Visser, sorry. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Sophia Flourish is, is my age, I think. I think I need to fact check this now. Uh, Sophia Flor... Fl oh my God, I can't spell her name. I think she's my age. December the 1st, 2000. She's six months older than me. Ah! And she's racing LMP2 at Le Mans. Jesus, I did, I, oh, lucky, lucky lass. I know that there's a lot of controversy surrounding her and W Series and everything. So, um, but yeah, it's just, just cool to know that someone else my age uh, is there. She, she doesn't look my, like, I see her as a lot older than me, um, which is, which is really weird. Yeah, I was also supporting the Aston Martins as well. But yeah, those, those are the main ones that I was supporting, uh, which was, which was brilliant. And I can turn on expert mode. Uh, I have to log in. But yeah, I can see like session session statistics, pit times, drive times, so that's stint times of the drivers, car statistics, car comparisons, uh, all on the uh, FIA, WEC, uh, well, sorry, the uh, www.https, um, live.fiawec.com. Um, and you can find um, all of the thing. Oh, oh, breaking news today. Cadillac confirms LMDH program from 2023. So Cadillac is racing at Le Mans. Wow. We'll be returning to endurance racing in 2023. Sorry, this is such a cool tweet. US, um, US mate Cadillac will return um, to endurance racing in 2023, joining Toyota, Peugeot, Porsche, Ferrari, Audi, BMW, Acura, Glickenhaus, and Bicollies in the new hypercar class. How cool is that? That's so cool. Uh, anyway, so yeah, let's get on to the 24-hour Dunamon uh, replay. So we're, we're literally starting right out the gate. Uh, it was a wet start, which was brilliant. Uh, and they had two formation laps. Uh, so they had two formation laps 
Uh, and then it was a wet start. So here we go for the 24 hours of Le Mans. Ladies and gents, welcome to the start of the 24 hours of Le Mans here as we see the hypercars crossing the line and here we go for racing. This is going to be absolutely sensational here. We see the Glickenhaus going on the outside of one of the Toyotas. The Alpine sends it for P2. This is going to be sensational here. He goes into P2. The Glickenhaus smashes into one of the uh, the the number eight of Sebastian Buemi. They get spun round by the Glickenhaus. The number seven Toyota leads with the Alpine in P2. This is going to be a sensational race. A race. Remember, this race is a marathon, not a sprint like Formula One. As we now see Nicola Lapierre who just gets away with it, and the, the front of that Glickenhaus is smashed up, and he just goes for a move that isn't there. I'm not going to lie. This commentary in the background is a little bit um what's the word a little bit weird uh, to comment out over as well but look at all that look at the 709 uh oh with all the carbon fiber but the porsche the porsche and the lmp2 as well look at all that sprays we come onto the back of the mulsan this is sensational here and that's the number eight the number eight toyota has stopped they have stopped and i think they've just done a control i'll delete on the car they are back going Thank God we've only been going a few laps already as we are now seeing the Alpine now. Uh, no, that's, that's the IDEX Sport Car. The IDEX Sport Car's in the gravel. The number eight Toyota has gone straight on at Mulsan, the corner. There's an LMP2 there. I believe that's the Indian team that has gone on as well. The Sebastian Buemi again having issues on the start of this. Then the Alpine. Oh! Oh, that could have been a nasty accident there. That could have been a very, very nasty accident. The Alpine there has had a spin at Indianapolis. We don't like to see that, but he looks like he's okay. He just sends too much power uh, to, to the rear of the car. It's really strange because all I can see uh, on that car now is... Um, is the rebellion shape of the P1, which is now a P2 car. As we now see the IDEX Sport overtaking one of, I think, believe that's the number 41, the Team WRT car. He goes around the outside and makes it stick. The number 26 car, but the number 41 WRT car tries to get ahead of him and just has a little bit of a drift there, but doesn't manage to get ahead. As we now see the 64 Corvette going side to side with one of the TF Sport Ferraris. The Ferrari gets ahead. That is sensational move there. As we now see Ferrari, Corvette, Porsche. Uh, I believe that's one, two, and three. So now see the LMP2 going on the outside. A few hours in, we can now see the LMP2. Uh, the LMP2 is here. Wade Boyd in the United Autosports. Number 23 car weaving this way and that way through the GTs. The LMP2 car there. Look at how much he gets held up by the GT cars coming into the Porsche curves there. That is, uh, that is very, very good. As we now see the IDEX Sport car catching the LMP2 car as well, who now goes on the outside of the GT cars. The GT uh, AM car, I believe that is, stays stays very uh, stays very close. Uh, as we now see two of the GTs. Oh, the two Ferraris crash into each other. That's the number 21 and one of the TF Sport cars. That is two into one that just doesn't work there. So the Inception racing car uh, gets smashed into. Not his fault at all there. Um, I, I don't think at all. Uh, uh, so that was the inception that has a crash with the uh, TF Sports. We now see the number 29 Jumbo LMP2 
two car losing it into the gravel as well. And the Porsche curves, turns in, the rear end loses it. He has to correct and he gets stuck in the gravel. We hope they, they'll be able to get out. If I know, I don't think they can. They're going to need a safety car uh, to get... Uh, here we go. There we see with the tractor uh, getting lifted out of the car. This is Sophia Flush here. As we now see, someone cutting across her. That's the Idex Sport car crashes ahead of her. And then crashes her out of the race. No, that is not what we want to see from the Richard Mill team. A complete passenger there. As we now see the car, I think uh, I think uh, she's rolling back. As we see somebody going straight into her. What's he doing? Whoa! Massive crash. And the blue lights come on for Sophia Flush, which means the medical car, which means that car is out of this race. That was a huge crash. How did they not see her? How did they not see us? We now see it on board with her on the moment of impact. Oh, you can see the terror in her eyes after that crash in F3. Oh, that was not her fault at all, but that car is... Oh! And the United Autosports has crashed into its sister team. The 22 into the 23. Oh, that is not good at all for United Autosports. Smash! He came in with some speed there. Sorry, that was the number 32 car, not the 22. My bad. 32 smashing into the 23 there as we now see which car is this it looks like an LMP2 it's the IDEX sport car again they've been getting into a lot of incidents this race haven't they uh, and they've just had a spin nothing major though they will be able to uh, be able to get back as we now see these safety cars uh, now coming in oh no sorry sorry no the safety car is out as we now see look at that massive long line of cars as we now see the safety car pull off and it's now uh, and we now are going uh, we now have the idex sport car again the idex sport car again smashes uh, into the barrier and that's going to be a heavy impact they've had a lot a lot of impacts and i dare say that that will be race over for the oh sorry no that's a g drive car my mistake sorry that is the g drive car not the idec sport car that is my mistake as we now see a car in the gravel traps in the first in the first corner uh, actually just coming just past the pit lane that is the no that's the jumbo lmp2 car there that is um that is getting towed away unfortunately oh so, sorry getting towed back onto the track we now see i believe that this is this the alpine on the back of another car here so closely following there wow that is the glickenhaus oh this is a position i think this is the alpine going to the inside as we now see the porsche coming through the final two chicane smash the number 75 gets a massive impact there as we now uh, as we're now in to the daytime uh, as we now see a driver swap for the uh, jumbo number 29 here uh, as we see they get very wide they do they do, and they have a spin. Is that going to be a front-end impact coming onto the Mulsa? No. Oh, but he very nearly collects uh, another another LMP2 car there. I think that's the right call, getting that driver out of that car now in that Orica Gibson number 29. As we now see, there we go. Uh, there we go. The tires are on, tires are on. Fuel is off. There we go. They're just replacing the, the back right, uh, back right tyres. So all five, all five hypercars, uh, as we just heard there, are still in the race. As we now see the number seven jumping across the the pits entry. I don't know whether he'll get penalty for that. Um, a fueling issue. Both of the turds are suffering from fuel issues there. Uh, which is which is uh, sensational 
uh, which is very, very interesting, which could, could that mean victory for Alpine? We've still got a fair few uh, laps to go. As we now see, two, one. Full course yellow as we are one board with the number 34 uh, car of, I believe, is that the Alex Brundle car? I think it might be. Uh, there we go. So the... Um, the marshals picking up some debris and replacing some bollards there we go still full course yellow as we now look at the number seven again just cutting that first uh that first chicane there as we now see the gorgeous goodyear blimp a staple of the Le Mans. Uh, as we now see, uh, as I just said, the beautiful, beautiful blimp there. We're uh, looking at the number eight now, coming down into Mulsanne Corner. Look at how much speed they take into there. That is sensational. That absolutely sensational. Uh, number eight, there we go. So the number seven is currently in the lead, but look at those clouds. Could it rain again? It's predicting no rain, but for all we know, it could. It could, it could, it could. As we now see the McDonald's car there, I've seen some cars sponsored by KFC, some sponsored by McDonald's. Who is going to win the fast food battle, I wonder? As we now... Oh, that's the 388. That is the 388 GTM Porsche. That is a big hit and debris in the middle of the road. That will no doubt be a slow zone. Yes, there we go, a slow zone. There, oh, the Corvette just narrowly avoiding it. Same with the Porsche there, narrowly avoiding uh, the carbon fibre there, the Glickenhaus as well, avoiding it. It's not on the racing line, but if you're going too wide through there, it very could be. Whoa! The closing stages of the race. That's the 91 GTE Pro car. The entire rear bumper has gone awry. He's just gone straight on at the, at the second to last chicane and ripped off his rear front bumper. Uh, rear bumper, sorry. Wow, and the entire diffuser. And the entire diffuser as well. He'll need to come in and get that changed oh that that will affect handling quite badly as we now see it's just shedding body weight on the track oh please be careful marshall please be careful there we go they're getting wow look at that that's the entire diffuser and rear bumper that just came off in one almost as we now see the number eight and number seven as we come on to the final few laps they are wanting to get that beautiful picture like henry ford did of both cars uh, of both cars going across. The number eight is just sat in the pits there. It's just waiting for the number seven to get service. This is this is a little bit ego here. This could work out bad if they're not careful. But it looks like that they are. They're having to push the number seven car back. Um, so that's gonna lead. There we go. The number seven leads from the number eight Toyota, and it looks like Toyota might uh, might just take. Uh, the first ever hypercar uh, class win, the first ever overall win in it, and not to mention as well, the car of Kamwai Kobayashi. He's never won at Le Mans, and it's the final lap. That's the WRT car, the number 42 and the leading LMP2 car. What a heartbreak for the team. Oh, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. The team looked heartbroken and disappointed. That's the Louis Delatraz and Robert Kubica car. I don't believe it. They've stopped. They've stopped on track. The car, the 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 race will end under, I imagine, a a, a slow zone. Oh, what heartbreak! What heartbreak! It was going to be a one-two for the first ever time that the team WRT have uh, have ever been to Le Mans. As we now see, Kamwai Kobayashi win at Le Mans in the number seven Toyota record-breaking. When there's an LP2, oh, the LP2 almost taking out the flag from there.
Blooming egg. Wow. Absolutely sensational. They have done it once again. They tie Alfa Romeo and Ford for the most overall wins at Le Mans. Look at that. Brendan Hartley absolutely celebrating with the team there, and rightly so. What a sensational Le Mans. As we now see the Alpine are coming across the line to take P. Three, absolutely sensational. Not one of the hypercars retired ever um, this race, which is absolutely brilliant. Oh, it's lovely to see that. Oh, what a sensational 2021, 24 hours of Le Mans. Wow, 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 wow. Blumming heck, what a sensational race. I can't believe it though, on the final lap, they they did 24 hours of, of just perfect racing and the car breaks down on the final lap for the Team WRT number 41 car of Robert Kubica and Louis Deltrad. Couldn't believe it, absolutely heartbroken for them to be honest, absolutely completely heartbroken. Um, I feel so sorry for them, I really really do, um, but instead the... the um, the Robert Frins car, the number 31, takes the win. It was going to be a 1-2 for the first ever time at Le Mans as well, which is sensational. And as I said, uh, the KFC versus the McDonald's fight. The KFC number car, number LMP2, number 28 of the Jota car, came in P7. And the Panis racing, I presume that's Olivia Panis, uh, who, who makes the team. Um, the number 65 finished P8. So KFC is actually their bet. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, I, I could ruin myself a brand deal right there um, <laughs> if I say that. But yeah, what a sensational race. It was, uh, it was really good. The, uh, in fact, where did the car that I'm thinking of finish? Did it DNF? No, the, the G-Drive car. Um, yeah, that retired after that, after that accident. Where did that car finish? Where's the LMP2? Where we're we looking, where we're we looking. The car that went off a number of times, the IDEX Sport, it finished 11th overall? Oh my god, so what's that, like P6 in class? It is indeed. My god, that, that car had a fair few crashes and incidents. Um, but fair play, fair play, fair play. But yeah, what a sensational few weeks for motorsport. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast because I, I did as well. Um, yeah, absolutely sensational. Um, absolutely brilliant. Just what, what a weekend. Le Mans and two Formula One Grand Prix. This is my, my favourite podcast ever, you know. Uh, my favourite episode I've ever done. Um, yes, absolutely sensational. Um, but I'm going to give you a sneak peek onto next week's uh, episode. Next week's episode, uh, I will add, is very different uh, to what um, to, to what I, I do on this podcast. Uh, it's going to be a special guest, um, and it's going to be, I think, quite an emotional conversation, I think, and that's all I'm going to say about it. Um, but it's going to be an incredible listen, and I'm, I'm currently interviewing her in a few days, so I can't wait uh, to, to interview her. Um, yeah, I, I think you guys will really like it. Um, I, I hope anyway. Uh, but yes, thank you very much for watching this episode, uh, watching this episode, listening to this episode of the Relax with Rizzoli podcast. And as always, I will see you guys 
if, as, as, as always, I'll see you guys next week. But I've been absent for four weeks. I do apologize. But I will see you very much on uh, in the next episode, which will be next week. I promise you, I swear on my dog's life, it will be out next Wednesday. So a week today. Thank you very much for watching this, listening again to this stream. Bloody hell. And I will speak to you next time. Thank you and bye-bye. Is that how I end this? Yeah, probably. <laughs>